and there's no easy way out on that. So it was just as hard for Grandma to bring that yeah, woman well, back to yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. hard for her to do that, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> I It would have been it would have been a lot easier to just to pretend like it didn't happen even too honestly. Oh, well, you know you know what she she can do. We're talking about crutches again. Whether somebody works for you, but uh, her crutch would have been if she would have said, "Well, they're making a lot of money at this store anyway." So what the hell? What, they're not gonna miss a nickel worth stuff. That's like that's like people working for you, like like in a restaurant. Yeah. They're making seven dollars, eight dollars an hour. They, they can the justify it in their mind to steal. So you, so you can justify stuff in your mind. Well, they make a lot of money off of me. I should be paying. They should be paying. Say seven, eight dollars. I should be making twelve, thirteen dollars an hour. So they don't look at it as stealing. They're looking at it as getting back what they should have got in the first place. So, yeah. So it, it, it's a tricky. It's a tricky business. It's, I mean, you, you can justify almost anything I think you do, you know. If y'all, do y'all think that you could give, each give three life lessons, like things that you've learned over time, three things you would say that you, like three things that you have learned to tell people? Well, it all well, depends on what... If I had to tell Sabrina what okay. I think... From the cradle, you have to discipline. Mm -hmm. From the cradle, can't wait till they ten or fifteen, because then it's too late. That's one thing I tell every parent. Mm -hmm. If you make a decision, think before you make that decision. Don't punish that kid for a week if you can't take the week. Yeah. But if you can take three days, then you do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you can't ever go back on your word because they know it. She's not going to keep me punished. She's going to let me go. So, you have to be, I'm, I'm a disciplinarian, and I don't think that I'm really rigid, but I do think that I don't change my mind. If I think I'm right, then I think I'm right. You see, um, you, you, you have to, the, the, the single most thing I think is, is, is to be consistent, to do the same thing all the time. You have to be consistent. Uh, I, I used to work at Tenneco with a guy, uh, I can't think of his name now, the supervisor. He, he uh, we we would go sleep on some of those shifts. We work with other people, but you couldn't sleep on his shift. He, he wasn't really super. He was a young guy, but he like a stillman. But you couldn't sleep on his shift. But he didn't sleep either. He wasn't gonna tell you you can't sleep, then he goes sleep. So. That's right. He 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 laid it down and says, well, there gonna be no sleep on this shift. So he didn't sleep either. Now, a lot of times he was kind of dragging around, but he was never going to sleep. Because he couldn't tell you to do stuff that he didn't want to do. Right. You know? But if you go to, if you go back home, you take yourself, you get yourself one of those little, a little three-foot tree, and you put it to the ground, 
and you put it in on an angle like this, and you and you, you grow that damn tree like that, and you go back in 10 years or 15 years, and you say, I'm going to straighten this tree <laughs> so you take a rope and you put the damn rope on there and you tie a rope to it and the first thing the rope breaks and triggers it. So if you don't That's do it early, you're not going to do it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, Corey, I would tell every parent, and this I think is rule watch their friends. If their watch friends are bad, your kids bad too. That's right up there, Grandma. That's right there. up there. Number no, one. No, no, that's right up the next to consistency. You're right. Because you can't be in a pack of bad boys and be good. Yeah. Hey, it's like going to bowl. You want to you want to be a good bowler? You get on a team that's got good bowlers. You get on a team that's got bad bowlers. You say, Johnny, I keep throwing this damn ball in the gutter. What the hell am I doing, man? If it, hey, I, I don't know, man. I'm throwing it in the gutter too. So you want to go on a team that's got good bowlers, mm -hmm. good golfers, everything. Because you, you can learn off of them. You can learn off of a guy that don't know how to do it either. Corey, you can learn from having good friends. Yeah. Just because like just like if you was around, not to cut your short, really, but just like if you was around Dr. Du Blah Blah a lot. You can learn a lot from that son yeah. of a guy, you say? Well, another thing is this, Corey. If your child is in with a good bunch of kids, not only is he learning from those kids, he's learning from their parents. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. You know, you know, life is really basically, it's pretty simple. It's not complicated. It's basically pretty simple. You know, you, 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 go, you go to school, you get yourself a good education, you get yourself a decent job. Or it don't have to be a decent job at first, but if you keep, if you keep plugging away, Something's going to come along, something's going to come along your way. And, and, and you save your money at your early age, and e even if you got to do a little sacrifice or not, you don't want to sacrifice to the extent that you, you, you live in, in your 20s and 30s and 40s and, you, you, and you're sacrificing, and you don't, you, so, but you have a, little, have a little balance. Save your money early, and after, when you're 65, cruise on in, that's it. Yeah. Well, I say the hard part, uh, the hardest part of raising children is school. Why is that? Because you send a kid to school, he's in school all day, he comes in, and Mama's going to sit with him for one hour to see that he does that work, that homework. Because most kids won't even do it. And to me, now Greg was pleasant. He wanted to do it. Now with Doug, we'd sit at the table, and if there was a piece of dust on the table, he'd play with it. I could kill him. Okay. Now my patience in the beginning. But after a while, I remember doing this. I doing that and saying, you concentrate on what we do because there's nothing on this table besides that pencil and that paper. <laughs> but he was really hard. Him and Greg, Greg and Douglas was, you couldn't, you couldn't get more opposite. If you, if you got, see, if you, if you got more, he was over here. 
If you got more opposite, they gave became first together. <laughs> he was all together one hundred eighty percent opposite of, of, of Greg. I mean, everything Greg did, he did he did different. And he did different. A point thing is, you have the first one who's a joy to do all the work with, then you get the second one, and then you the exact opposite, and you still say, where'd I go wrong? <laughs> but for someone like Douglas that went to school, went to law for two years, Douglas has got more recall yeah. than we have. We watched Jeffrey when he answers questions that we say, how, well, how the hell did he know that? He knows that? a lot about astronomy. Mythical stuff and all that? Yeah. yeah the, the, well, the, how do you know? He knows a lot of Bible. Mm-hmm. So but how the hell do you know that? Okay, he, he's a great recall. Now, with Doug, he was a joy. We used to, he would laugh. He was the happiest kid I knew until he started school. Yeah. He did it. He would come down the steps and he'd live and I can't go to school. I got a broken leg. And I said, Well, come on and eat your breakfast. <laughs> and you go to school. Once you get there, Jeff, tell Miss Whoever that you're feeling, you're not feeling well. And she'll send you to the office and she'll have Sister Lord out to call her. You don't have to stay. You go to school, Corey needs mom. <laughs> you made him feel stupid. Do kids think you are? You, you made him feel safe, though. You know, he, he, if it was a real problem, he knew that. Oh, I knew if he was sick. You know, never said him to school. Corey, uh, Doug used to. I don't think Greg ever did do this that I can remember. Doug used to coo, C O O. Now, you don't know what coup is until you hear it. It's like, it's like what we talked about pornography, well, you, you'll know when you see it, you'll hear it. And Douglas coup, it's like when you, when, you, when, you, when you make a little kid laugh, mm-hmm. and after the laugh... I can't even make the noise. I can't even make the noise. And you got kind of go, coup. I can't remember, but you, but you know when you see it. And, and there's not a lot of kids that I, uh, I, I, I mean, Greg didn't have a coup, did he? Yes, he but did. He did? Well, Doug Coup was about six or seven years old, yeah. He could, he, he, he would, uh, and another thing Doug did, Doug, Doug would, when, uh, up until he was about three years old, in the morning, he wouldn't get out that bed until he told me to get out of the bed. He stayed in bed. He'd and he'd sing, he'd sing the whole time. Mm-hmm. We had an income in one of our houses when he was two years old, and the neighbors would get together. I'd put him to bed, and Beverly, my friend across the street, she had a little son the same age, and we'd put the kids to bed. Okay. Now, if Doug made a noise, I would be able to hear him. Outside. It was sit outside. Outside. Hear. I could hear him, you see. And we would sit outside and talking, you know, probably trash talk. I don't know what we're talking about, but anyway. And four bottles. And he would be singing, Oh, my God, oh, head up, on. And everybody would get such a kick out of it. So then when he stopped singing, 
I said, "Give me check. I'm going to check on me something. <laughs> but he sang himself to sleep. He sang himself to sleep. You know how I broke into the Bible court? He loved the Bible. And I kept saying, it's time to break into the Bible. So one day, I gave him his bottle. And, and when I left the room, he was holding the bottle. But when I went to check on him later, Corey, he had pulled a dimple, a whole bottle of milk, all over the bed. Oh, no. Okay. A so, bed and a playpen. How was it? Well, it might have been a playpen and bed. It was a bed. Well. So the next night, I said to him, I'm giving you this bottle, but if you don't act right with it, you'll never get another bottle. He did the same thing. And on the third night, he did not get the bottle. And he never said a word, and that's how he broke himself in the bottle. That's pretty good. That was pretty cool. Good. We had a playpen. You had a little playpen. Jerry had a little playpen. A little cushion in there. And it had little up. wheels on it. It had little wheels on it. He would get in that thing. And I, and I thought this was about, what, a year and a half old? Yeah, maybe? yeah. He was sitting that thing. Yeah, and talking. I'm talking, his calf muscles were like a rock. Yeah. This kid, he'd push himself all around. <laughs> he'd put his feet out the thing and he'd push all around. Yeah. He had, I'm telling you, he had muscles down up there. Huh, honey? Was it yeah. a rock, like a rock? Boy, I couldn't believe he had a muscle like happened, that. The scared before. I go to the bathroom. I know I left him right there by the kitchen door. Well, I come back, he's not there. He's straight across the room. And I'm, I'm thinking I'm crazy. <laughs> So I didn't say anything, you know, and I pushed him back because I'm going to the kitchen. I'm going to see it. I want to see it. Whatever it is. Well, and he started pushing that little thing around like it was nothing. That thing was this big, Corey. <laughs> I could not believe that kid could do that. Well, after that, I just let it go because I knew he couldn't. And, and he'd yeah. walk on his toes when he started yeah. walking. And that would build those little muscles up, too, you know? I couldn't, think, I, I couldn't believe a kid could have muscles at a year and a half years old, but yeah. uh, he did. And you know what, too, Corey? Uh, um, here's an uh, example when Jared was little. He, one day, I, I changed his diaper, Jared's diaper, and he was laying in the bed. And what I would do, I'd raise one leg up and raise the other leg up this, you know, the baby's legs. Rhonda comes in and she says, what are you doing? She said, oh, you She said, what are you doing to his legs? I said, exercising. <laughs> well, I said, it's what I always did with my kids. I exercised their legs when they were little. You know, easy. I thought he needed it. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if I was right or wrong with that, but nonetheless, it didn't do any harm. I said, that don't hurt him. I said, but try it. And what happened couldn't happen at a better time. She pushes one leg up, brings it down, Jeff, pushes the other leg up, and he passes gas. <laughs> and that's what he took for. Yeah. Okay? And she said, oh, she said, he passed gas. I said, that's one of the reasons you do it. Yeah. But she couldn't get over it. 
Hey, Donna's didn't say what time we need to answer now. I thought they said seven, baby. Or I thought you said seven. How many times you fly out tomorrow? Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. In other words, baby, kiss me. song and let me sing forevermore 